This is the Going the Distance Podcast. Dude, I'm telling you, when I'm driving a fucking Porsche and living on a yacht, you're gonna be like, oh, I wish I got him in the top guy. You had two picks on two defensive possessions in a row, and you don't win the field position battle? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is a fun show. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. Alright, hello everybody and welcome back. For those of you who are regular listeners to another episode of the Going the Distance podcast, my name is Ryan Bennell and alongside me is Elijah Spann. This is our first ever episode on Twitch, so if you guys have listened to us on Spotify or Apple Music before, uh, we are going to start a new format where we uh, live stream our episodes on Twitch and we're also going to be uploading clips. Live action, baby! Can't make no mistakes now, but I mean, we're still going to be doing the same thing, uploading everything to uh, Apple Music and Spotify, Spotify, everything like that. So it'll still be normal if you want to listen to it after the live show. But if you like tuning in live, then Twitch is your thing and stay with us here. Comment at us and whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll answer questions. We'll That'll get be, going. We wanted to do this because we wanted to take a more interactive format. We figured it'd be better to pop up, get better content out there and, you know, do things that you know pe- more people would like so please you know talk to us and we'll respond because you know there's not going to be many of y'all so you don't have to read through a bunch of comments so yeah exactly so Come if you guys us. have any questions uh i mean also if you just want to talk about something that we're covering today we have a special episode planned we are going to be talking about march madness because it starts in two days we're recording this episode on March 17th, so the play-in games are starting tomorrow, which is Thursday, and then Friday will be the first round of March Madness, which I cannot wait for. It has been over a year since we've had anything like this, uh, because COVID went and ruined everything, so we'll see how it goes, but yeah. Either way, we'll get into it. We're going to start by talking about March Madness. Elijah and I are both going to make our own brackets on stream. You guys can see who we're picking, which upsets we're taking, and we can get into that. After that, we're going to talk about a crazy NFL offseason that's going on right now. There's been so many, even up to the hour before we started recording, we were just talking about how many crazy free agency moves there have been. Yeah, minutes minutes before we recorded, players are getting taken off the board, crazy contracts are being signed. So we're going to get into a little bit of that, but first, it is March. It's time to talk about college basketball. This is the time of the year. This is college what we need to do. College basketball is relevant again. Let's go. Let's go. Elijah, I know you are you are going into this a little bit blind. You didn't really fill out your bracket yet. You haven't looked into it, but I'm, I'm excited to, to see full, who you're picking. I'm going full Gollum meal. I'm giving it to him raw and wriggling. Like, yeah. Let's do this. Before we get into the brackets, I just want to give a few quick shout-outs. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter over at at GTD Sports. Uh, There's an underscore in that, actually. And then you can follow our personal accounts. I'm over at at RyanBennell8, and Elijah is at Elijah Spans. And if you want to check out all of our content, you can follow our website at www.gtdsports.com. We have almost daily blogs, and you can find all of our podcasts on there as well. And last but not least, we do have a newsletter if you want any email notifications for our blogs and podcasts. That way you guys don't miss out on anything. But yeah, just wanted to get a few shout outs out of the way and now we can get right into this episode. And hopefully everything goes well on Twitch because neither one of us are very uh, (laughs) adverse in technology as the kids would say. This is our first go at anything streaming wise. It was a hassle figuring out even how to do the podcast. 
to begin with. But we're here, let alone. I know right now I can see Elijah might be having a bit of some technical problems with his camera being a little bit behind. But a little that's, bit. That's because he's using a camera uh, or a computer that's a dinosaur. So. Well, I mean, I got in my senior year of high school. I'm a senior in college now. It's time for an upgrade. <laughs> it, it's time for an upgrade. It's on its last leg for sure. It's definitely struggling right now. And there's yeah. a reason why we're using um, your computer to host a stream and not mine. Because yeah. my computer is not uh, is too old to even um, do anything with it. So. Yeah, exactly. We're streaming Hopefully. remotely on Zoom because, you know, COVID, everything, yada, yada. But let's go ahead and get into it. Elijah, are you ready to uh, share your bracket? I'm ready to see who okay. you're picking. So, do you have my sh- screen shared real quick? Awesome. Let's do this. All right. All right we got to work in. Let's go. <laughs> Zags over 16 seed. Not even decided yet. Don't care. Elijah, can and... you zoom in a little bit on your uh, on your browser? Like Google Chrome. Go to the top right and zoom in a little. You know what? It's not responding right now. Can we get back? Can you start? And then yeah, yeah, I yeah. go because it's... Um, yeah, we're having some... Sorry about that. A little bit of technical difficulties, but I am going to go ahead and start then with my bracket. I'm going to let you stop sharing screen. Oh, this is not good. All right. Is that working now, Elijah? All right. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with my bracket then. As you can see, I've already gotten a little bit, dove awesome. into it a little bit. I've made four brackets myself, but I'm not going to, as you can see, Buns, that's my nickname, shout out the people that call me Buns. But anyway, I'm going to create a new bracket and we're going to go live right now. Things may have changed. I don't know. We'll see. So I know it's probably a little bit zoomed out. So I'm going to, let's go ahead and zoom in a bit. All right. So. Right off the bat, this is a no-brainer. Gonzaga, of course. Everybody should pick that. If you don't, you're wrong. Second, this is going to be a good game. Oklahoma, there's not really much to talk about there. Missouri kind of had a disappointing season. This one, though. Creighton, UC Santa Barbara. I've been going back and forth on this for a long time, which might seem a little bit surprising because Creighton's a 5 seed. They were ranked the majority of the year. They had a great season. But UC Santa Barbara... They've got some upset potential. A lot of people are talking about them. They're a high-powered offense. Creighton has dropped some big games kind of randomly, so that's a team that I would look out for. But personally, I think Creighton is going to get by. This is where my upset comes into play. Um, Not many people are talking about Ohio, and by not many people, I mean literally nobody is talking about Ohio. Uh, And I'm here to start the conversation because the Bobcats are one of the hottest teams in the country right now. They're on, like, what? I think an eight-game win streak, winning their conference tournament by a 20-point margin. Pretty insane. They're going to keep it up. They're dominating right now. And the reason I have them beating Virginia is because, personally, uh, I think the COVID issues with the Cavaliers is going to be a bit too much right now. Uh, I think they're going to struggle because they're missing their best player. I can't name him by name, but I know he's out. Um, and I think Ohio's going to come away with a sneaky 13 over 4 win. Elijah, you might want to take notes on that one, man, because uh, that one's going to sneak up on you. Oh, I do like my 13 seeds over 14 over 4 seeds. That they're is my they're, they're sneaky. It's my favorite pick. Yeah. I was doubting you. I was doubting it when you were saying it because, you know, who is Ohio? But Dude, not uh, Ohio State, Ohio University. Yes, right. exactly. 
And You're right, uh, but they're a 13 seed over a 4 seed. That's the best upset. It would be Always fun to watch, of course. And there's a storyline, too, behind Ohio. Uh, their star player, he actually, his name is Jordan, forgot his last name, but he, a story came out about him, like a feature talking about how he lived in his, both of his parents passed away. And now to go through college, he's been staying in his mom's best friend's basement to play through college. So this kid is destined to win a March Madness game. He's going to make a buzzer beater. It's going to happen. Well, you know why he's staying in his mom's best friend's basement, right? Why? Because the University of Ohio doesn't even have good enough dorm rooms to give rooms to dead parents. Hey, so, whoa, whoa, okay, hey, I don't my know. Mom, hey, hey, I don't know, dude. My mom went to I'm Ohio, not, man. Watch your language. I'm not buying it. No, I'm just fucking around. I'm buying it. Ohio's winning that round. Um, oh shit, I didn't even mean to click that one. We'll get to that later. So continuing on with the first round, I'm gonna try and go through the first round relatively quick, but and talk about my upsets. Here's another upset I'm going with, Wichita or Drake, whoever wins, Wichita straight or Drake. Those games are played tomorrow, so we'll find out then. But I just think that both of them have potential to go deep in the tournament. I think they got a kind of shitty draw going against the USC. Uh, So, I don't know, we'll see how it plays out. Either way, this is a tricky group right here because Kansas, I'm going with Kansas, but they're also having a lot of COVID issues, like a lot of COVID issues. They're not even going to travel to the tournament until the day that they have to play. So are they having them right now or they had them before they're having them right now? Like they literally, oh. they're not going to go to Indianapolis until Friday, All the right. day they play. So I'm antibodies gang. Yeah. are going to, it's going to rise up. And, uh, I think they're going to beat the, uh, Eastern Washington. Yeah. I don't know what they are, but I know they have a red football field. They look like an Eagle, some sort, this game right here, Oregon VCU, Um, For those of you guys listening on Apple Music or Spotify, uh, I know you can't really see the visual of the bracket right now, but so I'll try to make sure we are reading out all the names. But so this matchup is seven Oregon against 10 VCU. Um, This is again a toss up. I really don't know, but I think Oregon is overall the better team. Bit of a dink when they lost Peyton Pritchard last year, uh, but this one's a no brainer. Iowa over Grand Canyon. If you choose against that, you're wrong. Michigan, no brainer. I'm taking LSU over St. Bonnie's. I think this game is going to be really, really, really close and go down to the wire. Uh, St. Bonnie's is a sleeper team. They're great defensively. Um, here's the classic 5-12 and 12 seed upset. I'm taking Georgetown only because they're hot. One of my favorite things to do in March Madness is to take the hot team. And right now, Georgetown is really hot. They would not have been in the tournament if it wasn't for their streak at the end of the year to win the Big East tournament. And... Right now, uh, shoot, who's their coach? They have like a legendary coach. Patrick Ewing. Yeah, Patrick Ewing. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Ewing's got him, got him in line right now. So this is a no-brainer. Florida State over UNC Greensboro. BYU, Michigan State. I have Michigan State advancing um, over both UCLA and BYU. Again, another play-in game that I'm taking. Texas, no-brainer. UConn, not much to talk about there. Both teams aren't very good. Bama. I own, I'm scared about this game, though. Because Bama, I have Bama going far. I'm going to give you a little teaser. And Iona, though, Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino, man. I don't know, man. He's scary. He's a good coach. Iona's not bad. Baylor, no-brainer. North Carolina versus Wisconsin. I'm taking the Tar Heels. Here's another upset. I I may be a sucker for these 5 and 12 seeds. But hear me out. 
uh, over the last two decades, every single champion has had has finished in the top 20 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Winthrop is one of those 20 teams this year. So give me a fucking break. Give me Winthrop, baby. Fuck your break, man. I'm taking the whatever they are. Winthrop. What are they? Are they the Eagles? Does it tell me on here? No, it doesn't even tell me. I I think they're the Eagles of some sort. They're a bird, nonetheless. And then Purdue over North Texas. That's easy pick. I'm going Texas Tech over Utah State. And then here's a game, Arkansas and Colgate, that not a lot of people are going to think of. To like, This is kind of one that you would gloss over. But Colgate is a team to look out for. They had an interesting season with COVID. Uh, a lot of like delays and postponements and stuff. So they do have a high-powered offense. This game is probably, I wouldn't be surprised if they scored 200 combined points in this. Uh, so either way, though, I'm not going to buy into it. I'm still going to take Arkansas because they're the better team overall. And moving on now, Florida over Virginia Tech. That's an easy pick for me. Ohio State, easy pick again. Rounding out the first round in the Midwest, we're going with Illinois, no-brainer. And here is Loyola, Chicago, Georgia Tech. I think this is one of the best first-round matchups on the entire bracket. We got Sister Jean, 101-year-old, little sweet, sweetest girl, old lady you'll ever ever see, traveling to Indianapolis. She got the okay to go, and uh, I'm kind of scared because she may bring some, like... She got the okay? Yeah, she got the okay, dude. She may bring some I hope that bubble is pristine, dude. Could you imagine if Sister Jean died at the bubble? Dude, I don't even even talk about that, She got COVID? Don't even talk about that. It's 2021. Everything's on the table. That's that's true, though. But we can't lose Sister Jean, man. Sister Jean's a She's 101. I think she's expendable. (laughs) Okay, goddamn. Expendable, (laughs) bro. I mean, she might be, you know... Okay, anyway, maybe maybe she'll see one more uh, Ramblers victory, but I'm not going with the Ramblers. I'm going with the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. And you, you get just the killed w. Sister Jean. I'm sorry, I may have just killed Sister Jean, but I'm going with Georgia Tech. They're another one of those teams that I'm riding with their hot streak. They won the ACC tournament. Uh, they beat a good Florida State team, a good Florida State team. Uh, I was surprised at that, so going with the Yellow Jackets there. Here's another. I th- I don't know. Am I taking every fucking twelve seed? No, I'm not. I'm taking three of them. But I'm going Oregon State over Tennessee. I think Tennessee's the biggest frauds on this entire bracket. Uh, they're phonies. I don't want to get into why, but I lost a lot of money on Tennessee this year. Fuck Tennessee. Uh, anyway, Oklahoma State, dude. Another thing is, I hope we're not like breaking any Twitch guidelines. You know, we're still uh, new to this whole thing, so <laughs> that'd be kind of not good. Gotta be big to get banned. Yeah, exactly. All right. So if we get banned, that means we made it. Yeah, exactly. You know. So I'm not worried either way. All publicity is good publicity. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. This game. See, oh, dude, I don't know what to do with this one. This one, it ticks me off, man, because I think whoever wins this one beats West Virginia. I I'm not sold on the Mountaineers. Uh, ah, shit, it's tough. I'm going San Diego State. They got the second longest win streak in the co- the college basketball right now behind Gonzaga. So I'm going to go with San Diego State to beat Syracuse. West Virginia over Moorhead State, that's a no-brainer. Um Clemson Rutgers is a is a coin flip. I really don't know. I think if these two teams were to flip conferences, then Rutgers would be the 7th seed and Clemson would be the 10th seed cuz Rutgers definitely played in a better conference in the Big 10 this year. So that being said, I'm going to go with Rutgers. And Houston, Cleveland State, it's a no-brainer. Dude, if one of these, like, no-brainers gets upset, I'm actually going to be upset. Because, like, I have not thought about that at all. Like, teams like 
Cleveland State beating uh, Houston. All right. Moving on now. Round two. Gonzaga over Oklahoma. No-brainer. Here's my big upset again. Ohio over Creighton. Really? Yeah. I'm They're taking going to the Sweet 16. I'm taking the Bobcats to the, the Bobcats. Sweet 16, baby. Yep. Maction is going to the Sweet 16, huh? Maction is here, and it's here to stay. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I, well, I can't. what day do they play on? Is it going to be a Tuesday or Wednesday night? Because if so, I'm going to ride with it. They got but the advantage. Not, they got the advantage in that case. If not, then, then I think you're wrong. Yeah, I don't I don't know. We'll, we'll see when they play. But, I mean, I know first round is Friday, so... If they come, if they beat Virginia, I I will guarantee they win their next game. That that's my thing. If they beat Virginia, that's all they have to do. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. But that's my bold pick. I'm gonna feel really good if it happens, but not so bad if it doesn't because nobody else thought it would. Anyway, next pick. I don't know what to do on this game either. I really don't. I I like upsets a lot. So, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with Kansas over Wichita Drake. Yep. Following up, I'm going to take Iowa to beat Oregon and go into the Sweet 16. Michigan over LSU into the Sweet 16. Florida State, that should be an easy dub over Georgetown. And here is another upset. I'm taking... This is only if Michigan State wins. If UCLA somehow beats Michigan State, I'm changing my bracket. But if assuming Michigan State wins, Michigan State's going to the Sweet 16. They're hot. They beat three top 10 teams in a nine-day span. Like... No other team in the country has done that. And they played in the best conference, so they, they, they've been through some shit. Moving on, Alabama over UConn into the Sweet 16. That should be easy. Baylor over North Carolina into the Sweet 16. This one, I don't know. No, no I can't. I can't. I can't keep picking all these Sweet 16 upsets. It's not going to happen. I'm taking Purdue over Winthrop. No, man. It's, it, it's your bracket. Dude, it is my bracket, get, man. But don't I don't get, don't get inside your own head there. Pick all the pick all the upsets <sighs> if you want. Dude, I don't know, man. This is see, I have you're like four brackets, be, but this is my main bracket. You're the one who's gonna be mad because you're the you're the college basketball aficionado, and I've watched less college basketball than you have, and my bracket's gonna turn out better than yours. Oh, so fuck either off! Way, no, no, get inside no, your no, own no. head real quick. We can have a friendly little wager on that if you want, but I am a little bit worried about that because you want to put a unit on it. Let's put a unit on it, a quick unit. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. But one of the things I'm worried about is because I literally, this year is probably the only year where I can say I've like actually watched every team on the bracket play. Like I've, I've seen at least all of their these teams play once live because mostly because I'm a degenerate sports gambler that bets on Cleveland State versus Winthrop at midnight just to get a thrill. But you know. That's but a, in all honesty, though, that's pretty impressive, though, how you, you could – there's not a lot of people out there who don't do this for a living that could say that they've watched all of these teams play a game. Honestly, yeah, that is, that is true, and I think about it. That's pretty it. impressive. Well, thank you, you know. It's pretty impressive. I hold myself to my uh, addiction to sports. <laughs> yeah, well, and gambling. But. Well, shh, no, shh, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah. All right, moving on now. I'm taking Texas Tech to upset Arkansas and move on to the Sweet 16. Uh, Because, again, I think Arkansas could lose to Colgate round one. You never know. Ohio State over Florida into the Sweet 16. Illinois moving on. That's easy. I'm taking Oklahoma State. Cade Cunningham is a beast. He's going to go off for like 30 points a game this tournament. If you don't know who Cade Cunningham is, he's Oklahoma State's starting point guard, and he's 
going to be the number one overall pick in the draft. Like, no questions asked. Here is another tough one. West Virginia, San Diego State. I don't know what I want to do. I'm going to go with West Virginia. Because fuck it, why not? Rutgers and Houston. Houston, easy peasy. Gonzaga to the Elite Eight. Iowa to the Elite Eight. Here is another upset. Florida State to beat Michigan and go to the Elite Eight. I'm taking Alabama to go to the Elite Eight. I think Bama is, even though they're a two seed, I mean, they deserve a two seed this year, but a lot of people are sleeping on Alabama, like a lot of people, and I really don't understand why. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't think Houston is good enough to go to the Elite Eight. I really don't, but I don't know if West Virginia is either. Well, West Virginia plays in the better conference. You're right. I'm going Mountaineers. Yeah, They're you're t- right. They're, they're tested. You're right. I think that's what I need to go with. They're more tested. Yeah, it's just, yeah, we'll see. So, moving on now. Oh, wait, I didn't pick this game. Ohio State and and Baylor are in the Elite Eight as well. See, it scares me, though, because right now I have, like, not all my one seeds, I guess, but three one seeds in the Elite Eight and almost all my two seeds. So, dude, this shit is getting confusing right now. Where am I? Okay, I'm going Gonzaga and Iowa. This is my Elite Eight matchups. Gonzaga takes the W, goes to the Final Four. Ohio State over Baylor to make it to the Final Four. I Interesting. Think, mm-hmm, I think Baylor's good. They're really good, but they showed a lot of doubt <laughs> towards the end of the season. They really mm. had some questionable performances in the Big 12 tournament. Uh, it really showed that they were capable of being beat. Because at the beginning of the year, I, I mean, I don't know if I said it on one of our earlier podcasts, but... I thought Baylor was going to win the championship. Like I was like, nobody's beating them. They're insane. But towards the end of the year, they started to slip up. I wouldn't be surprised if if Baylor they goes, get upset. They could get upset, but I still think they're good enough to go to the Final Four. I just yeah. am taking the Buckeyes. So that's that's kind of a coin toss of a game. And now moving on for our next matchup in the Elite Eight: Florida State, Alabama. I'm taking Alabama. And then the next yes. one is a no-brainer. If you don't have Illinois in your final four, you're doing something wrong. You're not going to win your group or anything. But yeah. So, Illinois here's my final four. <laughs> Illinois is good at the the hoop ball. Yay. They are very good. But anyway, Gonzaga, Alabama, Ohio State, and Illinois is my final four. So, this one is not going to be a popular pick. And I'm honestly scared to make this pick myself. Don't do it. Don't do what I think you're going to do. You know what I'm about to do, don't you? Don't. Don't do it. I, I did it. I did it. Oh, my God. I Alabama have, to, the, to the Natty. Alabama to the national championship. People don't want to see Are they that it. good? They're good. They're Okay, they're really not that good. But they're good. Okay, they're good. I don't know. It's because my uh, another reason is because Gonzaga chokes every single time. They've never won a national championship. Never. They choke. They get the one seed every time and they just can't do it. I don't know. I I'm I may come back to this and switch it. So, uh we'll see. But for now, I have Alabama and then I have This Illinois. is your This is the podcast that we're betting a unit on, so make sure you get the highest score. <laughs> I mean, this is the bracket, not the podcast. Yeah, and then here is another coin toss because I really want to pick Alabama. 
I really do. But I think don't do that. No, I think I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna switch it and go back to to Tennessee. Um, and then for my tiebreaker, oh shit, I gotta get my keyboard out. I'm gonna go 78, 74. Hmm. Something like that. All right. So, in case you missed it, I will scroll back out now. If you can see everything, here is my bracket. I have a lot of upsets. Biggest one is probably Ohio to the Sweet 16, as well as Michigan State in the Sweet 16. Uh, and then a- another big one is Bama beating Gonzaga. I think Alabama is a team that slept on. Uh, people will, people watching, you may want to look into Alabama, You know, do some research. Uh, and they could surprise you come March. Well, I mean, I guess it is March, but come this week. We'll see what happens. All right, Elijah, are you ready? All right. So I'm going to ask you to just go ahead and make a new bracket so I don't have to screen share because I think that's when my computer decided to take a shit. Okay. All right. So I just, just yeah. follow along with me, I guess. We're going to go in the same order. All right. He sounds good. We'll start with – oh, I'll wait for you to – Yeah, I got to submit my picks. All right, happy St. Patty's Day, everybody. Oh, yeah, shout it is. Shout out to, to I always, Guinness. I always forget about St. Patrick's Day, man. Guinness Extra Stout. All right. The Revolver Brewing Cup. Revolver Brewing is here in Granbury, Texas. Really good beer. <laughs> hey, man, we're not sponsored yet. But what if we get to be sponsored because I just said that? You never know. I mean, you never it could know. happen. Oh, wait, dude, I think I saw it. Was there, oh, there's comments right now. We got, ooh, okay. Somebody said USCB dash Liliana. That's one of my friends that's from California. She wants USCB to win. Not going to happen. Sorry about that. All right. <laughs> so we'll start the West Division. Zags all the way. Easy. Oh, you are, oh, all right, yeah. Am I, am I clicking for you? Yeah, go ahead and clip for me too, please. Okay, all right. You all go ahead right. and do all the talking. And I'll just click. OU over Mizzou easily. USCB Creighton. Give me the home of Dougie McBuckets. Dougie McBuckets. Dougie McBuckets. Dude, I miss Doug McDermott, man. Doug McDermott. All right. Ohio UVA. I'm not buying your sob story. UVA is going to win this game. All right. All right. USC versus Wichita and or Drake. Both these teams. I would take over USC. Uh, Give me. I like that. Give me KU over Eastern Washington. KU's defense is just too good. It is very good. Yeah. OU or VCU. I mean, not OU. Oregon. Sorry, I saw the big O. And then Iowa over GCU. Easy money. All right, let's go to the East. Moving down. Let's go Michigan. Easily. LSU and SBU. St. Bonnie's, baby. SEC has been surprisingly a good basketball conference this year without having Kentucky. So give me LSU. I like it. LSU is a solid team. Colorado or Georgetown. Colorado's in the Pac-12. Georgetown, Big East. See, Colorado, this is going to be a low-scoring game, I think. Like, whatever happens. Because Colorado is just so good defensively. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about, too. Do I want to roll with Patrick Ewing? I that's, do. That's what I'm thinking, too. I do want to roll with Patrick Ewing. Give me yeah. give me the Hoyas. The Hoyas. All right. 
FSU, UNCG. FSU's been a really good basketball program. They've had the same coach for, what, 17 years now? Give me yeah, FSU. Wow. Good pick, good BYU, pick. BYU, MSU, slash UCLA. Give me BYU. They're all white. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. That's all I have to say about them. I remember I, mean, I watched them play SDSU, and I put a live bet on SDSU because I was like, literally the entire team at BYU is white and looks like me and you. Dude, but they're, they're strappers. They're strappers. No, but they're good. So, Certified shooters. So give me BYU. Right. Abilene Christian University and UT. I lived in Abilene for a year. No way in hell the Wildcats are going to win. <laughs> I thought you were about to pick the upset. I was about to say, no, you did no, not. No, dude. Do not give me ACU. I can't give that to the town of Abilene. I'm taking You know, those. Abilene, Texas, most churches per square capita in the entire world. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, literally every single street corner is that there's going to be a church. So it's a fun town. Fun. Fun. <laughs> UConn, UConn versus Maryland. Let me do some research on this real quick. What is there? Give me Maryland. Maryland? Okay. Yeah. That, that's really a coin toss. I think whoever wins this game is going to get smacked by Bama. So, so here's where me and you are going to have our biggest <laughs> difference. No. Yup. No, you're not. Rick Pitino starts no. coming. You hear that? You hear that no. music in the background? You hear that? That's called street. That's called cheap strippers. Let's go, Iona. Oh my God, Ricky yes, P, sir. baby! I Ricky can't believe P. it, dude. See, okay, basically, if if Bama wins this game, then I win our bet. Basically. Well, they're not. So okay. All right. Fine. Iona's been a decent basketball cro- program before he even got there, too. So you're, it's not like right. he's been coaching up a bunch of scrubs. Yeah, they're yeah. not bad. But also, just to reiterate for those listening on uh, like our post recording on Spotify and things, we are just going through brackets right now, making all of our picks for every matchup. So Elijah is currently on round two, or about to finish no, up round one, I'm, I mean. I'm on South right now. Yeah, right. Baylor team. over whoever that team is, they're irrelevant. <laughs> UNC or Wisconsin? You can go UNC. Give me the blue blood. Yep. Villanova and Winthrop. <sighs> you know That's what to do. One. Five and twelve. Five and twelve. Ah, uh, just. I gotta go, Villy. Yeah, I mean, they're a good team. I mean, they're they're one of the mainstays. Okay, UNT versus Purdue. I'm going to get cute with this one. Give me give me the mean green. All right. I I I kind of like it because Purdue I think is always one of those teams that gets overrated. Like they do I feel like they don't deserve a 4 seed. No, this is this is they've been given this cuz their conference. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, to their credit, they played a bunch of good teams this year. But... Oh no. Give me the mean green. CUSA is coming out to show. They're coming out, baby. They're, They're making out. a name for themselves. Texas Tech over uh, Utah State. Give me Tech. They're a team. They're just a really good basketball program. Do you ever, do you ever watch Mac McClung, the Tech shooting guard? Yeah, I've, I've watched a couple of Tech games. Dude, Mac McClung is fun to watch. I like he's that their guy. white guy, right? Yeah, like their only white player. But he's he's like a shooting guard. He's a beast, man. I've been watching him since high school. His ball is life mixtapes uh, and shit. I don't. Yeah, I don't like him. Well, I mean, I he like beat his, TCU. I think it's because he plays for Tech. Yeah, he beat TCU. I, 
do not like tech. But uh, Ark versus Colgate. Let me do some research on this real quick. Give me... SEC has just been a good basketball conference this year. Give me Ark. Yeah, I agree. They they really have been pretty good. All right. Florida versus VTech. Give me Virginia Tech. Okay. I want them. OSU. Easy. Yeah, Ohio State's probably yeah, right. easy. Illinois versus Drexler. Give me Illinois, duh. Duh. Loyola, Chicago Dude, versus Dude, could you Georgia imagine, Tech. though? Could you imagine if Drexler beats Illinois, bro? Like, how many people have Illinois winning their, their bracket this year? That'd be insane. I kind of want it to happen. Drexler's not bad either, right? What? Drexler? I mean, uh, I feel like they're not good. Okay. I'm surprised they made the tournament. All right. Give me Loyola Chicago. Sister Jean lives on. I like it. Tennessee, Oregon State. Oregon State, baby. They're hot. They're hot. They are. OK State versus Liberty. You know what? You're thinking about it too hard. I'm thinking no, about it. No, you're not, I'm dude. Really thinking about it. No, you're not. You Liberty's not okay bad. St- I'm going Liberty. All right. Give me Liberty or give me death. Okay. okay. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Make things we, interesting. You know, even switch TCU, it up a little bit. Us, we beat OK State. Yeah, we beat them twice. I'm telling you, dude. And I love good. my. I love my 13 and 14 seeds. They're my favorite. 13 and four seed. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you got San Diego State, Syracuse. Give me SDSU. All, all right. right West Virginia again, Big Ten or Big Twelve is going to show out. Give me Clemson and then Houston to round out that. So right. we've got the round of sixty-four done. Wow. On to round two, dude. Yeah, this these take a little bit longer than I thought. Honestly, <laughs> it's fine. We got plenty of time. Yeah, we got right. however much time we want. Zags over OU. Easy. Creighton and UVA. UVA hasn't been great this year. Give me Creighton. Let me tell you, you're wrong because Ohio's going to be there. So <laughs> That's fine. Um, you can think that. Uh, KU's going to go to the Sweet 16. I'm sorry, Drake. I know. I think Drake's going to beat USC, but Drake over somebody like KU, it's just, they're just, like I said, they're just so good defensively. Yeah, it's not much you can do. Hey, but who if Kansas and Drake do end up playing, I'm taking Drake against the spread, like not to win, but against the spread because Drake ATS. has been an ATS machine, bro. It's true. It's like true. they're like plus twenty units right now on the season, which is insane. They're big money makers, big time. Yeah, and I I made like ten units on them probably. Speaking of money makers, Oregon money line against Iowa. That's gonna be a big money maker. Are you are you taking Oregon? Yup. Wow. The All Ducks right. over the Hawkeyes easily. Easily. Okay. Easily. Because that's funny because I'm concerned that Oregon may lose to VCU. But all right. All right. I like it. All right. Michigan versus LSU. Michigan stays on. They're going to the Sweet 16. Yeah, easy. Georgetown versus FSU. I'm giving Georgetown one more dub. I'm one, more. one more, really? They get one more. They Dude. get to go to the Sweet Sixteen. They're not going to be Michigan. Our brackets but... are very different, and I like that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of why I tuned you. I tried to tune you out a little bit because I'm telling you, I'm going, I'm going full Smeagol, full on blind on it. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm eating this raw. All right, BYU, Texas, Shaka who? Shaka Smart. Okay, I thought you were about to pick BYU. Okay, good pick. Shaka Smart. Shaka's Sweet 16 smart. 
I like Shaka, man. He needs to cut his hair, though. Yeah, the frozen... It's uh, not a, not the greatest look. Yeah, I mean, dude. He's got like, he looks like a little paintbrush with it, bro. All right. Maryland, Iona. If Maryland can beat Alabama, then they can damn sure beat Maryland. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, oh, you think Iona? Oh, yeah. Okay, I- dude. Iona's making a little Sweet 16 bid. They're, they're going to be one of those, like, because every year there's always, like, those two or three teams. They're like, oh, my God, they made it to the Sweet 16, like, the, the whole reason why we make the Sweet 16 a big deal is because there's three to four teams every year that make the Sweet 16 what makes the Sweet 16 special, I guess. Yeah. Iona is going to be one of those teams. There hasn't been a single uh, Sweet 16 in the last 20 years without uh, a team that was like at least one double-digit seeded team. So Exactly. Yeah. Could be Iona. I don't know, though. Don't think so. <laughs> we'll see. But it is. Okay. All right. Baylor over UNC. Baylor's too good of a team. UNT versus Villanova. I'm not going to think about this too hard. Villanova's the blue blood here in this situation. Tech versus Arc. Man, Tech's just too good of a program. Got to give it to Tech. Oh, wait. I missed your last pick. Did you pick Nova? Yeah. Okay. Nova over UNT. Okay. And then OSU over Virginia Tech. Easy. Okay. Good pick. Illinois over Loyola, Chicago. Sorry, Loyola. Sorry, Sister Jean. Sorry, Sister Jean. Stay, wear your mask in the bubble, please. All right, Liberty versus Oregon State. Oregon State's a good basketball program. They, they really are. a good team are. this year. They are. Um, I This is another yeah. team I think has potential to make the Sweet 16, too. Yeah, they're, give me the Beavers. The, give me the Beavers. All right, Damn. SDSU versus West Virginia. West Virginia, baby. Yeah. And then Clemson versus Houston. Upset alert. Really? Clemson. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, dude, H-Town's I... going to drown. Okay. I mean, yeah, they're drowning enough, bro. Jesus Christ. James Harden's gone. Deshaun Watson's gone. J.J. Watt's gone. All they have is Cougar basketball, man. That's all they have. All right, it's gone now. And my web browser is deciding to crash right now, but if you could scroll up for me. <laughs> that Dude, would be your nice. computer's fucked. My computer is trash. I need a new one so bad. It is what it is. I might have to go. Oh my god. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties here. Can you see the screen? No. Alright, I'll read it out to you. Gonzaga Creighton. Zags. Zags, easy peasy. Oh, we're back. We're back. We're live. Okay. Alright. KU Oregon. This is for the final. Is this for Sweet this is for the Elite Eight? Elite this is going to be the Elite Eight, yeah. KU chokes. Interesting. All right. KU does choke a lot in the tournament. I'll give you that. KU chokes once again. All right. Michigan versus Georgetown. Sorry, Patrick Ewing. And Texas versus Iona. Shaka who? Shaka smart. He beats Rick Pitino. <laughs> all right i like it uh, now baylor versus villanova Psh, baylor yeah baylor's good i hate to pick baylor yeah. i hate it so much but they're pretty good all right texas tech versus osu give me tech Sick. illinois versus oregon state illinois duh duh west virginia and clemson give me the 
Give me the Mountaineers, okay? Take me home. Take me home, country roads. I belong. All right, anyway. Dude, you sound like a mix of Jesus and Virgie. Dude, I mean, honestly, put me on, put me on some singing show, man. Right. Zags, they're going to the final four. You got Zags? Okay. Oh yep. shit! I kinda, All right. There we go. I kind of got lost. I was First looking at the comments. First one seed to go down, Baylor. Ooh, tech. tech. Yep. Wow. Okay. And I hate tech. Because I'm pretty sure if we look, um, Baylor has, uh, yeah, Baylor beat Texas Tech twice. So I don't know. They're not doing it thrice. Okay. All, all right. Know. I like it. Tech to the lead eight. All right. Another or final upset. four, actually. Final four. Okay. Another upset. Shaka who? Oh my God! Shaka smart. Shaka final four smart. Let's go. Give me UT over. UT. There we over go. Over Big Blue. Okay. I've I've actually seen some experts uh, talk about Texas going to the final four. I'm not yeah. buying it. But Shaka Smart's good. They got a good young team. Greg Brown's amazing. Texas we'll is back. Not in football, but Never in basketball. In football. Never, Never in football. Never in football. Never I don't want to hear a, a single damn Longhorn comment saying, Oh, we're back. Like my, one of my favorite things ever is that clip of uh, Sam Ellinger. Uh, after they, back. They, yeah. <laughs> and then they go on the next season and go, what, six and six? Yeah, classic. Yeah, very average. All right, give me Illinois over Westview. Sorry, I can't put three teams, three teams from the Big Twelve in the Final Four. You know how insane oh, that would be, though. Wait, what was your pick? Illinois, uh, right? Illinois, yeah. Yeah, Illinois. But yeah, I agree. Illinois. That would be insane because the Big Twelve has seven teams in the the conference this year, like seven yeah. out of ten, which is absurd. Also, I just want to point out um, this comment. Uh, if you can see this, uh, first thing y'all got to do when you blow up is get this man a new computer. <laughs> <laughs> so sure. uh shout out don't worry it is when i get a big boy job um the first things on my list is get like a badass new like gaming pc almost but to for this too so now let's just uh let's start like a, a patreon and have all these fuckers donate i could go for that too <laughs> I'm just I, could go for some, I could i can if i could pay for a new computer with twitch donations that would that would make me happy yeah Anyway, all right, Illinois over Texas Tech. Sorry, Tech, you're not that good. You can go to the Final Four, but you're not making it through. And is that, are the Zags going to choke the UT? I don't know, bro. Are the Zags going to choke the UT? It would be typical Gonzaga fashion. They're not. They're going to go all the way. They're going to go to the championship game. It's going to be a matchup of ones, but. Only undefeated team in the country right now. Illinois is going to win it. I I would like that pick too. Yeah. What's your final so, score? Give me sixty-nine. <laughs> okay. To sixty-one. Interesting. Low scoring. Alright. Hold on, I gotta change uh gotta change the name of this one to Elijah's bitch ass bracket. That's what it is. Oh, shit. I don't know how to do that on the computer. I'll do that later anyway. All right. Well, now I'm going to keep – I'm actually going to keep the bracket up so that we can just use it for a reference point on some of these matchups because I want to I wanna go – now that we've gone through our brackets, made our brackets, I want to 
talk about just in general some of the upsets we are looking for. So we kind of glossed over it a little bit uh, while we were making our picks, but these are some of the games that I think are most likely to be an upset. Again, with March Madness, you never fucking know. Anything can happen. Anybody can win. Buzzer beaters galore. The whole works. Everybody loves it. But this is the ones to look out for that you know you can see coming and maybe cash a quick couple units on a bet on these guys. But first up is Creighton and UC Santa Barbara. This is again UC Santa Barbara, twenty-two and four, great record. Coming out of a weak conference though, so that's the only thing. Um, I, I just think that they have a high-powered offering offense, and Creighton has dropped a lot of games that have just. They shouldn't drop, so I wouldn't be surprised if they fell early. And again, in the same division, West, I have Virginia and Ohio. I think Ohio is my big upset pick. Uh, right now, you can see this is Elijah's bracket, so he chose Virginia, sadly. But Ohio is a big upset team to look out for. And then, Elijah, what do you have for us in some of the other uh, divisions? So I'm checking my notes right now. I'm pulling it up because, again, my laptop is a dinosaur. <laughs> um, who did I pick? I picked Georgetown. Georgetown's another big one. Like you said, they're hot. Um, yeah, over Colorado. Over Colorado. I have uh, my my big one, though, my favorite. Is gonna, it's Iona's going to beat Bama. I, have, I feel it in my bones. Dude, okay, if that happens, I'm actually going to be really upset because Bama is, like, in my final four for most of my brackets, so. No, dude, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I could be dead wrong, um, but. It's good omen, Rick, though, because Rick Pitino's first national championship win came against Alabama, and it was, like, Alabama's best team ever. So, you never know. Good yeah. omens there. It's going to, it's. I'm feeling also too is another thing too is because Bama's claiming they had the best college football team of all time, so they're gonna follow it up with you know a great basketball team that gets upset by a 15 seed. Dude, I I mean we'll see what happens, but it, imagine the story though if Bama wins the national title, like they won both basketball and football, that'd be crazy. But anyway, moving on to some other upset picks I have over here in the what is this the South region i am looking out for winthrop again big time as i said before top 20 offensive and defensive efficiency in the country it's pretty rare for teams to have both so i would look out for them another team is colgate in arkansas colgate you can see here had a 14 and 1 record so they started a little bit late um but got going and again i think where is their points per game does it have it on here yeah look at their points per game okay 86.3 points per game for Colgate and 82.4 for Arkansas. That's absurd. They're going to drop like 180 points combined. It's going to be nonstop, lighting up threes back and forth, back and forth, turnover, turnover, fast break, fast break. It's going to be an entertaining game to say the least. So the Colgate's a team to watch out for. I think they didn't get a lot of respect just because they came into the season so late. Um, and then finally... This one isn't as big of an upset, but this is my last one to look out for. Wichita State or Drake, whichever team wins tomorrow night, uh, I think they're going to come out on top over USC and get into the round of 32. Uh, do you have any other upsets, though, for us, Elijah? Um, none off the top of my head. 
Just my bracket. You're the you're the college basketball expert here. <laughs> I do watch a lot of college basketball. Do you watch a lot of college basketball? It is my shit, dude. Oh, I don't know. I just love it because like it's it's so much different than the NBA. It really is because like it really it's it's almost a completely different sport. It, yeah, it honestly is because they they play a different game, and I don't want to sound cheesy, but they really do play with more heart, more passion. Like it's the, like it's it's a prideful thing, you know. Like not only are they playing for themselves, but they're playing to to win that March Madness. Like everybody wants to win March Madness. It's yeah, it's a crazy phenomenon. But and they they make that same comparison for football too, but. It's something different. Like it's it's not the same heart. It's not the yeah. same sport. They play you know play more hard in college football than they do in NFL. But they take that to a whole nother level for college basketball and the NBA. Oh yeah, they for really sure. do. They really do. Yeah. So I'm zoom out here and then another thing. It's it's all fundamentals too. It's all it's it's so much more of a team game. Probably yeah. the most like it's it's very much a team sport. College basketball is compared to the NBA. Well, especially you look at like teams defensively, because like in the NBA, it is very rare for I don't actually I don't think a single team in the NBA is talked about as being well. I guess there's a couple, but as being a defensive first team, like they are no, a good have, defensive you team. Have, you have good players. Individuals. You have like three players that are defensive players. Yeah, like if they you're talk the about Jazz, Giannis, you got Rudy they Gobert, talk about and Gobert, and they talk about Draymond Green. That's it. And ba- Bam Adebayo. Don't forget my Heat. That guy too, but. <laughs> they don't have they don't have defensive teams like nobody gives a shit about defense in the NBA they don't care enough but yeah, in exactly. college basketball like that's how you win games it's yeah like, like you can Virginia is a perfect example Virginia might be the most boring team to watch in the country they win their games like sixty one to forty eight sometimes it's super slow paced super boring but they shut offenses down and they win games it's the it's a more pure form of basketball. What we get in the NBA is all is a bunch of razzle dazzle and like the the fundamentalists and the true basketball like stands. Yeah, exactly. Kind of pretty much hate the NBA today. That's why old players hate on it so much. But college basketball is still tried and true, like nitty gritty basketball. I'm gonna go back to my bracket here. Um. All right. So another thing I wanted to talk about is the hardest and easiest path for one seeds because everybody thinks one seeds you know they're supposed to go to the final four that's what they're predicted to do because they're the one seed but there's only been one 16 seed beating a one seed ever and that was virginia a few years ago Um, but i just wanted to kind of talk about which one seed has the easiest path to the final four and which one has the hardest path Um, so overall i think you can see down here Michigan by far has the toughest path. Uh, the East Division is stacked. It has Florida State, uh, Michigan State. Like Michigan State as an 11 seed is dangerous. Uh, Texas is a good team. Bama's in there. You have Colorado if they get out of it, and then all, even LSU as an eight seed. LSU played. They had a great season this year. It was just they played in the SEC tough conference. So that is, I think, Michigan definitely will have the toughest time getting to the final four which is also why a lot of people like both me and you we neither one of us have michigan in our final four uh and i know a lot of experts are picking against them too so (laughs) fucking shaka smart shaka smart dude he's smart it's in the name name. name. he's gonna win Uh, and then moving on for my easiest path it was a tough choice between gonzaga 
as you can see up here in the West, or Illinois down here in the Midwest. But I've got to give it to Gonzaga because on this division, they have two teams, major teams, that are dealing with a lot of COVID issues heading into the tournament. Um, actually, three now because Oklahoma just announced that they will be without one of their starting players for round one. Uh, and Virginia is going to be missing their best player. Kansas isn't traveling until Friday. There's just a lot of COVID issues going on in this bracket. So uh, I think Gonzaga definitely has the easiest chance of coming out of it. But yeah, and then I also wanted to cover last thing before we move on to some football talk uh, on March Madness is I just wanted to point out who I think are some of the most overrated teams in this entire bracket. Uh, So let me just make sure. Oh, it's a little bit blurry right now. Let me zoom in here. There we go. So I've talked about it a bunch, but and I'm going to hammer it until all of you fuckers place a bet on it and we all win money. Ohio's beating Virginia. Virginia's overrated. They don't deserve a four seed. Okay, moving on to number two. Elijah, you can disagree with these if you want because I know you're picking some of these, but <laughs> I have BYU also overrated as a six seed. I don't think they should be a six seed. They white play- boys are coming out, dude. Dude, the white boys are always coming out, the man. The Mormons, they're, okay? They're, they're shooting. Coming, they're knocking on your door, okay? Asking if you're a friend of Jesus. And they're going to fucking dunk on you and splash a three, okay? <laughs> so here's the thing, though, with BYU. Is if, if they have a good shooting day, they can beat a lot of people. But if they don't, they live and die by the three. They could die just as easy, you know? I don't know. We'll see. They but, have God on their side. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the so Mormon. It's to... Another team I have is Purdue as a four seed. We talked about it before while we went through it. I just don't think Purdue deserves a four seed. I think they got it because they played in the Big Ten. So we could see a rude awakening. Like you, you said, you picked North Texas. So we'll see if that upset happens. But yeah, I think that is going to do it. Unless you have any other... Uh, overrated seeds, Elijah, for March Madness. Um, no, that I'd say that just about covers it. I would say, take one more look at the bracket. Um. Oh shit. That's, that's, All right. that's probably about it. All right. Well, that is going to do it for the March Madness portion of uh, our podcast. Uh, just to recap it. I have my final four is, let's go back and check this real quick. I have Gonzaga, Alabama, Ohio State, and Illinois in my final four. And Elijah, on the other hand, has... Uh, Zags, UT, Texas Tech, and Illinois. All right. We we both have the champion. Uh, Yeah, we both chose Illinois as champion because... They're just, I mean, if you beat, if you win the best conference in basketball, you should beat, like, every team. I don't know how else to put it. Like, Watch it. Uh, since we picked them, Illinois is probably going to be the first one seed to go away. Dude, yeah, honestly. Watch them lose to fucking Drexel in round one. That would be terrible. Uh, but They're not going to go that far. <laughs> no, I, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have even spoke that into existence. God yeah, damn it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say that. They might just not cover the spread. You could, yeah. you could give them that. I've had like hauntings, like nightmares from my previous brackets. I I can't remember the exact year off the top of my head, but back like you remember whenever uh, 
Duke lost to Mercer. No, when was that? It was, I think it was like 2014 or something, but Duke was my champion that year, and they lost to Mercer. Uh, I think, I don't know, one of the best years I ever had is when Duke had Jaleel Okafor, and I put them going, um, winning it all, and they did. Dude, also, I think we might be having a little bit more technical difficulties. Uh, your camera might be a little bit behind mine. Or like the audio might be behind it. Not sure exactly. It sounds like we're on the same pace audio wise. Yeah, we are talking audio wise, but like whenever I see you talk, you're kinda behind. I yeah, don't know. my camera it's 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 camera. Okay. Alright, well sorry about that, everybody watching. We're still still getting used to the whole Twitch thing and figuring out exactly how it works. We may have to get you like a webcam or something, Elijah. You think? Yeah, like a separate one, because that's that's what I have. I, I put like a USB webcam up on my monitor. I don't know. I think I just need a new laptop. <laughs> Potentially, really yeah. Probably, but. All right. Well, anyway. I don't have the money. We'll get we'll get to that eventually when we can. So that was a lot of fun uh, being able to show you guys our brackets. That was our first time really doing like a kind of screen share type thing with this. Uh, so hopefully that all worked out for y'all. Um, well, the whole eight people that are watching. Woo. But anyway, now that we're through March Madness, we, we're going to talk about that more this weekend. We're going to give some of our best bets, uh, stuff like that. You can check our TikTok. We're going to be posting our bets, maybe some clips from the podcast. More stuff on March Madness is coming, and we will definitely be covering it during it as well. Probably with some live tweets and stuff during some of the crazy upsets. Uh, which, as you can see in the ticker down below, you can follow us on social media at GTD underscore sports. Uh, so, moving on now, we're done with March Madness. Uh, but that isn't the only relevant thing happening right now in sports. It has been an absolutely fucking absurd NFL offseason. And I have loved every second, every minute of it. It's amazing. It's I, I don't want it to stop. Awesome. I don't want the season to start because I just want to keep seeing what's going to happen. It's amazing right now. Like the biggest thing that's standing out to me right now after just looking through all these offseason free agency can I signings. Can I take trades, a guess? Go take a guess. Go for it. It's got to be the Pats, right? The Patriots are making a big splash today. And I mean, not just today, just the last I week mean, or just, so. Just, They've been John U. Smith, Hunter Henry, new tight end duo. Boom. Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, new wide receiver duo. Boom. It's like... I mean, granted, they're not the best receivers, but it adds talent to the team when they desperately needed it, especially at wideout. Can I say, like, the Patriots are probably the only team in the NFL where they started being bad. They just go, oh, they're not good because they have a tight end. Like, they're the only team where people say that about the tight end position. Yeah. The tight end is most definitely, like, it is a luxury, not a need. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. For for having a good tight end. Um, Like... Because if you think about all the the premier teams in the league, like, well, the Chiefs have Travis Kelsey, but, you know, there, there's a lot more, you know, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle are in another league when it comes no, to good yeah, tight ends. separate. It's just these, them and then everybody else. Like, it's them and everybody else. It's not like where you need great receivers where, you know, you can 
there's, you know, a lot more good receivers that you could have and be more successful with than having great tight ends. Like, tight end is a luxury, but Pats are the only team where you just hear over and over again, oh, well, they need a tight end, they need a tight end. But Billy went out and got two. We'll see how this works for him. Interesting thing enough, though, is about how they're saying, you know, where they find all this cap room, blah, 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 blah. Well, a lot of these deals aren't huge deals. They're really not that big, yeah. I mean, and the tight end deals were decent, $50 million to Johnny Smith and then $37 mil to uh, Hunter Henry, but they're yeah, not huge. That, that was, the Johnny Smith was the biggest it got. And in all the other ones, like, none of these deals go over $20 million. And that's what puts teams in cap hell is, like, two or three deals that are over $20 mil. These yeah. are all, like, $10 million, $8.5 million, and, you know, re- reminder that these aren't fully guaranteed. These are probably about 67% guaranteed, and what's guaranteed hits against the cap, too. Yeah. So he's really making moves out here that are both, like, splash moves and economically sensible. Well, I mean, if anybody's the king of free agency, it's Billy Belichick. I mean, like, he knows what he's doing. He's been here forever. Yeah. And he's gotten always some of the best top guys. But also, I just wanted to point out, I did forget to mention something uh, before we continue on about offseason. Um, we did start, this is back to March Madness talk. Um, I'm going to put up a little ticker right now. You can see here at the bottom of your screen, if you search on ESPN's tournament challenge, uh, search GTD Sports Challenge on the app and join our group. We are hosting our very own bracket challenge, and the winner of the group, unless you know me or Elijah or one of the riders wins, uh, whoever wins amongst the fans or viewers or whatever you want to call, uh, they will win an opportunity to be on our next podcast and kind of break down your bracket, what what was going through your head when you made your picks, stuff like that. So. Just a fun way to get our name out there. Uh, if you guys want to join, you can just search us up right there. And actually, I'm going to work on... I think I can send the link into chat real quick. Yes, I can. All right, go ahead and do that. Dude, I just saw it. Speaking about how crap my computer is, um, I just saw my audacity. like Because you know how the audio waves move back and forth and we can watch that. Yeah. I saw it go off and I thought for a second that like my headphones unplugged but it was because my computer was running so loud oh okay it, yeah it made my it made the audio waves on audacity so i have to go in and edit that for the for the recorded episode all right well we'll, we'll figure that out post-production wise it's fine yeah that'll be probably that'll be the most work i've had to do for post-production that it probably so will be yeah but i mean who knows we may figure out a way uh to like splice the audio out from the twitch video and then maybe upload that audio to spotify and shit but either way for the viewers you guys are going to be able to hear us on apple music apple podcast spotify everything is normal we'll figure out the logistics eventually uh i am currently almost i'm just working on sending this link over real quick oh for the um Bracket challenge? Yeah, I'm gonna put it in the right. Twitch chat. So while you're doing that, I'm gonna break down some of my some of the QB deals that have gone on. So Fitzmagic is going to Washington. I hate this, not because I'm I hate Fitzmagic. It's because I hate the Washington football team. I don't want to see him play my Dallas Cowboys or just root for a different uh, NFC East team because 
I love Fitzmagic. Nobody hates Fitzmagic. Like, I think he's probably the most likable quarterback in the whole NFL. Oh, for sure. Right? How can you hate Fitzmagic? I mean, he went to Harvard. Great guy, you know, has a family. Super nice, like, in all of his interviews. And he wins football games. What else I mean, can you ask for? He's a gunslinger. He's either going to bring you, you know, six picks or six touchdowns. Who knows? <laughs> you know, not even him. He's the original but 30 for 30, like Jameis, man. I really like this deal. It's going to be him and Heineke. Probably going to be him. I like Heineke a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, I could see, I could also see Washington going in and drafting a quarterback, too, making it into a, a three quarterback room. So we'll see. They still need. He's not the future, you know. I mean, they already have a really good defense and playmakers with uh, Scary Terry out there. And oh, yeah. They have, you know, who's their young stud running back? I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Gibson, Antonio yes, Gibson. An- Antonio Gibson. You know, he's a really good running back. Their offensive line isn't terrible. They're slept on. They're, they really are a slept on team. I think so. Their defense is good. I mean. You know, yeah, they went 7-9 and nine with with the ghost of Alex Smith and – Dwayne Haskins, old Dewey Haskins. Dewey. This is probably one of the worst draft, pit, draft picks of all time, but yeah, definitely. So we go on. probably draft another guy. Fitzmagic is going to play some games for the football team this year. He will be must-watch TV. Um, Tyrod Taylor going to the Texans. That's I big. love this deal. Hold on, I before, love this deal. Before we talk about Tyrod Taylor, um, if you guys are listening on twitch you can see in the chat there is the link to join our bracket challenge and i'll leave this ticker up for just a little bit longer if you search this you can join our group and also if you're listening on uh, apple Podcasts or spotify there is a blog posted on our website with all the information you need it is on gtdsports.com and you can find everything you need about the the bracket challenge group all right anyway now that we got that out of the way back to it tyrod taylor's a texan let's talk about it um, I really love this because he kind of got screwed out of this chance with San Diego to start. I mean, he got his lung punctured by a doctor. Yeah, then, what the fuck was that about? I feel like nobody talked about that enough. I think it's been talked about probably not by like ESPN and all yeah. of them, but um, by like Pat McAfee and Barstool. They probably they oh, yeah. mentioned it plenty about how, you know, they basically ruined his career almost. But I mean... Uh, Justin really Herbert did, just stepped in and never looked back because I mean, he's the real he's the real deal. Yeah, he's it was as real as it gets. He's, it was he's, close to say like whether if Joe Burrow was healthy, whether Burrow or Herbert would have won Offensive Rookie of the Year because they were both pretty OP. Yeah, it would probably have been Burrow if he had stayed healthy. But I mean, Herbert is most definitely deserving of the award. I mean, he's a future top five quarterback, like easily. Yeah, um, and so I, could, I wouldn't be surprised. Tyrod Tyrod lost to that, but. I am excited to see what he's going to do with the Texans this year. I think his ceiling with the Texans and the moves that they've made, especially what they do, because they need to move on from Deshaun. He's not going to not going to happen. With him. It's just not going to happen. It's a pipe dream. Um, their ceiling is eight and eight this year with Tyrod, and so, but it just puts a smile on my face because like Tyrod can finally go out there and play and try and do his thing with. A not terrible team mm-hmm. on offense, offensively speaking, because they well, still have Cooks. They're not great. They're not great. No, they're <laughs> pretty bad. They're probably like a six and team, six and ten team this year. With yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad Tyrod's going to get to play. I'll say that. I'm happy yeah. for him that he gets to play. But 
I do think it's pretty shitty though that he's like only getting to play because Deshaun Watson's not. So, <laughs> but yeah, nonetheless, he's getting his opportunity finally. Um, but another thing we didn't really finish up on the Pats. I kind of wanted to talk about they signed Cam Newton. That's that's. Do you like this decision or no? That's one thing I really wanted to cover. Was no, no, big time, no, no. not really. Like he did nothing for the Pats last year. Like he he's a six five quarterback and had probably what half his passes batted down at the line because he can't get it over. He yeah he was really bad. He was it was almost like watching the Chicago Bears play offense. <sighs> Was watching the we have some comments on the year. Bears to talk about too in a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I I don't love this that Pat that Cam's going back, but I don't yeah, think I that he's. I still think that they can make some moves. I hope they draft a quarterback, and they they trot Cam out there for the first four to six weeks, and then he gets hurt because now he's now an injury prone guy, and the the new guy comes out shows a lot more flash, and that's what they roll with. Yeah, I could see that. But who knows? Cam could that could just be a mulligan year. You know, he still he still wasn't fully healthy, and he goes back to not fully back to MVP Cam, but a serviceable quarterback Cam. Yeah, yeah, a decent Cam at least. Yeah. So, I I also agree. I don't like the the decision to bring Cam back. I like everything else they've done. I like Bourne. I like Aguilar. I they're, even their defense. They added Matt Judon, who's a former Pro Bowler from the Ravens. They they made great, some good moves. It's a great sign. Judon's Judon's the real deal. He's yeah. a great pass rusher. Yeah, they got him at a discount too. Yeah, and uh, then it, I think that honestly they could have a really really quick turnaround back to the playoffs if oh, Cam no. Newton doesn't play like shit again. Yeah, they're they're essentially a playoff team right now. It just depends on Cam. You know? Yeah, but exactly. Cam's, Cam's my second least favorite quarterback resigning this year. Right behind Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, fuck Ben Roethlisberger, dude. Why? Why does he keep playing, man? Just be like Drew Brees. Drew Brees retired. Why can't you do that? Uh, Take look at the example, man. He's better than you, and he's he's stepping out. He's done. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck Big Ben. But anyway, we can talk about that all day because you know I'm a Bengals fan. You can't really see. I guess I can probably move it. You see my Bengals flag up there? Yeah. Fun stuff. But that's another thing I wanted to talk about too was my Bengals. They've been very active in the, the offseason so far. However, however active they've been, they have not signed an O lineman. Have they uh, not? Or they did they get one? Um, like BS deal, right? I don't think so. Nope. They didn't. They uh they've signed everyone but their biggest need. So successful free agency for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, they do need to sign an offensive lineman. Yeah, because like I have for them, they've uh, in my notes they they lost DN Carl Lawson, who's been with them for a while. Uh, but they did replace him with Trey Hendrickson, who isn't the biggest name, but he exploded for the Saints last year. So we'll see what happens. And then they added uh, Mike Hilton and Chidobi Awuzie at cornerback, but then they also lost William Jackson to Washington. Oh, Awuzie. Awuzie, okay. I was, yeah. I knew you know because he's a former cowboy. He's yeah, Cowboys, yeah. Know. Chidobe Awuzie, former, uh, former uh, UC buff, CU buff. I mean, at UC. He's decent. He's a good pickup. I think. I was happy with that. No, nah, he's not. He's not a bad cornerback. Yeah. Um, he's like, he's super average. So he's not gonna fuck up too bad, but he's not gonna do anything great for you. Yeah. 
Well, we'll see. I mean, it's better than, you know, just not having shit at corner. I'm glad we at least got a replacement. Yeah. Oh, serv- he's very serviceable. Yeah. But my big thing was the Bengals lost A.J. Green to the Cardinals. And it was very sad for me because A.J.'s been with the Bengals for 10 years. And I really love it. I love him. I mean, so it's just tough to see him go. But it was time. It was coming. His contract was up. We got T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. We really weren't using him as much anymore. But Arizona's looking pretty good now. (laughs) They're looking pretty solid. Well... Now you can line up with uh, those wide receiver sets right up next to Larry Fitzgerald for irrelevant old wide receivers. Yeah. So that works out for him. I mean, I watched – I had him on my fantasy team, so I watched a couple of Bengals games trying to watch A.J. Green, and, man, he just – he's not the same player at all. Yeah, he's, he's too, really not. Too old, too many injuries. He's too banged up. So, I mean, it's not the biggest loss, but it's more of like the loss in terms of that guy was here for so long, and now he's not anymore. Yeah, yeah, I get that for sure. Well, I mean, like his the first half of his career compared to the second half is major difference, like huge difference. It's because Andy left, man. If the Bengals just kept Andy, Andy would have led us to the promised land. AJ Green, Andy Dalton, Super Bowl bound. But speaking of Andy Dalton, he got picked up by the Chicago Bears, and as much as I love Andy, like. Love him to death, okay? But this was a terrible move by the Bears. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. <laughs> yeah, Andy Dalton was the guy who brought TC to relevancy. He'll always have a special place in my heart, but, like, this was the, probably the worst place he could have gone to because <sighs> yeah, I hate Matt Nagy can't coach a fucking offense to save his life. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm sad. I just Andy Dalton sad. is, you know, he's pretty much on the same level as Nick Foles as a quarterback because they're just average you know everything's got to go right around them to be good he is very average i like you know it's tough for me not to be super biased on andy because you know i grew up he's always been my favorite player but he he definitely is more of an average quarterback if he's a backup though he is the best he's a premier backup like he's he's a premier backup backup. yeah but that's i think he deserves a shot to start uh but i just don't think chicago and matt nagy is the is the place for him and I, because I heard a lot of stuff about rumors that Chicago was really, really pushing to sign Russell Wilson, and nothing came of that. They well, offered a lot of money. Did you see uh, the the trade offer that they sent? Mm-mm. Three firsts, a third, and two starters. Really? Mm-hmm. That's what Chicago offered for Russ, and then Seattle said uh, no. Wow, he's not available. Yep. Damn. Okay. Yep. Well, I mean, it makes sense, though. I wouldn't want to trade Russell Wilson if I was Seattle either because if they don't have Russ, then who do they have? Yeah, I, I mean, Nobody. I wouldn't want to get rid of him. But, They'd I go mean, back to the wasteland. It's just kind of awkward that, like, Russell Wilson literally said Chicago is one of his, like, preferred destinations if you were to leave Seattle. No, I think this is all his uh, fire Pete Carroll campaign. Yeah, think, but, it you could know, be. They're going to be together for this season, but by next season, if they go another first-round exit... Um, then Pete Carroll is going to be gone. Yeah, I could see that too. Because, I mean, who uh, who would you rather give up, Russell Wilson or Pete Carroll? Easily Pete Carroll, 100%. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. But if Russell Wilson was maybe like five years further into his career, I would consider giving up Russell Wilson. But he's not there yet, so we'll see. 
I don't know. Tom Brady went and won another Super Bowl when he was five years past when Bill Belichick wanted to keep him. So, dude, oh, just speaking of Tom Brady, man, I am excited to see whatever the fuck is going to happen in Tampa Bay again this year. Uh, all of like you wrote a, 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 if you guys haven't seen it, y'all should check it out on our website. Elijah wrote a blog about uh, Tom Brady's fuck you tour on social media after the Super Bowl and everything. Um, but that that has just been one of the best parts of the offseason. I know you can talk a little bit more about that than me. It's basically just his Twitter account. He's just been having a chip on his shoulder the entire offseason and not giving a fuck because he's Tom Brady. I mean, he has that new 7 logo for his TB12 brand. Like, And I think the funniest <laughs> part about it is that the Bucks have been hyping up like his whole 7 tour, but it's his first with them. you know. So it's basically the whole sevens all about him. So he's been pretty mm-hmm. egotistical about it, but I, at I mean, the same time, I kind of love it. I kind of yeah. love it because he's showing Bill, he's just basically a, a big middle finger to Bill Belichick. Yeah, I mean, dude, if you had won seven Super Bowls, what are you going to do? Just never talk about it? No, you're going to be like, I won seven fucking Super Bowls. No, like, fuck you. I'm, yeah. I'm the best. Like, fuck you, dude. Look at my fingers, man. There's so many rings. Yeah, I mean been great check out the article i explained a little bit better there but it's basically just his twitter has just been going off yeah and he doesn't give a fuck i love to see that kind of stuff though it's always funny when those videos come uh pop up on my timeline oh yeah and you know i think the the best part about it is we're seeing this type of twitter performance from a guy who's still in the league oh yeah exactly it's not even a retired player or anything and it's it's also weird too because tom brady is just so old and he never was ever he was never on social media really or in the media until like a, a couple years ago he just yeah, randomly he stayed, pretty, he stayed pretty quiet and then just as soon yeah. as he got i before he went to twitter like i would say the previous two years before he was on twitter he was semi-active on his facebook and then he yeah. finally got Twitter. I, I don't realized how Facebook, awesome though. it was. Well, just because they would report on it a lot. That's why I would know. Oh, okay, yeah. Because when sense. Deflategate was going on, he would make statements on Facebook. Then when he finally got Twitter, he realized how fucking awesome it was and how he could kind of be a meme about it. And do whatever he wants. And, yeah. yeah, do whatever he wants. Basically, he's just been he's been rolling with it. It's been so funny. Yeah, I've loved seeing that kind of stuff. All right. And then let's get back to free agency here. What other, what other deals have caught your eye? Um, I have just a few notable signings, um, not really like league altering or anything, but just some big ones like Gronk is back at Tampa Bay for another year with Brady. It's just a one year deal though. So I guess we'll see what's going to happen on when Gronk wants to retire. Cause that's kind of still always been up in the air. Uh, and then the Broncos just signed Ronald Darby, uh, who's a solid cornerback. One of the, one of the better corners in the league, I'd say. Uh, and then Buffalo Bills. They lost John Brown to the Raiders, and then they added, I think they improved the receiver position because they lost John Brown and then picked up uh, Emmanuel Sanders after he got cut from the Saints. So that's a good pickup. Bills have a solid receiving unit, dude. Like, who is it now? Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox, I think, is a slept-on tight end, too. He's not bad. But, and then Bills are also in the rumors for Zach Ertz. Really? That would yep. be huge, dude. That's another thing I wanted to talk about, too, is the Ertz rumors. I haven't really heard much about it until, like, today I saw, like, a headline or two talking about he's leaving Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, where else was he thinking about going? Or, like, 
where were the rumors to? There really haven't been a ton of rumors where he's going to. It's just mainly that he's on the outs at Philly. Okay, gotcha. Um, Patrick Peterson is joining the Vikings now. So that'll be interesting if the Vikings can actually get some defense together. Um, we all know Mike Zimmer loves his cornerbacks. So hopefully this is a good signing and Vikings get back to relevancy. Other than this is just a yawn deal if Vikings don't. Dude, that's weird, man. Peterson's been with Arizona for so long. Yeah, I know. Um, Curtis Samuel's going to the football team. (laughs) That's that's never going to get normal to say. What, the football team? Yeah, he's he's going to the football team. They need to find a name so bad. You know it's in the long running for them to stick with it, right? Really? I thought they were going to – I thought they, like, were changing it in, like, 2022. They announced or some shit. Oh, really? I don't know for sure. Last I read about it is that they were going to – because they were going to change the name, and they went with football team because they couldn't think of anything. And then when, like, mid-season last year, that, um, like, permanent names for the football team was going – one of them was going to be the football team. Like, they're, they're considering keeping it. Dude, that would be the dumbest shit ever, bro. <laughs> I like, fucking hate it. Because, dude, like, just imagine, it sounds so stupid, too, whenever you're the like... football team wins. It's like, it's like, yeah, fuck, I'm really nervous about the game this weekend. Like, who are you guys playing? Like, nothing, like, menacing or scary, like, oh, the Tigers or the Bulldogs. It's the football team. The football like, team. No, it's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. I get I get that they had to take a while to choose a name. Communist Russia. Yeah, okay. Our sports teams need We have creativity here and free thinking. But I get why they waited because I mean it's a lot it's a lot to do like merchandise, uh licensing, branding. It's a lot that goes into it. So I get why they waited. But that being said, if they stick with the Washington football team instead of changing their name, that's stupid. Yeah. Very stupid. I agree. Um Trying to look through the list here, see if we can find any more guys to talk about. Jacoby Brissett's going to the Dolphins, going to be a backup. Ooh, a big one I want to talk about is uh, the Jets. Jets are making some pretty good decisions right now. They got Lawson at the end, they added him to the defense, and then they signed Corey Davis, which is, they've needed a receiver for a long time now, and Corey Davis, I think, is very underrated. He's oh. been He's been kind of overshadowed in the Titans' offense by A.J. Brown. So I think Corey Davis could really come out and be a big wide receiver one for the Jets. The Jaguars have been on a semi-spending spree just because they have so much cap room. Uh, yeah. Their biggest signing so far has been Shaquille Drif- Griffin from the Seahawks, brother of Sha- uh, one-handed Griffin. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's kind of sad he, that's what he's known for, but it is what he it wouldn't is. be known if he didn't if he had two hands. Yeah. So. Um, but he's he's a decent cornerback, and three years, forty million is a good good signing. Um, let's see here. Jameis Winston resigns with the with the Saints. There's gonna be a quarterback competition. If you ask me, Jameis Winston is gonna be the starter, and Taysom Hill is gonna keep on being that weird thing that Sean Payton just likes to fuck with every five snaps. That that's so, I don't know what's gonna happen, dude. I really wonder what they're gonna do in New Orleans because like, a breeze is gone. They signed both Winston and Hill again. Winston's only here for one year. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I think they're going to roll, roll with Winston. He's just... Yeah, he's, he's got LASIK. Better. He's got LASIK now. He's got the, the laser vision now. So, 
I think they're going to roll with him. Um, I think Tatum Taysom's going to go back to being that wildcat quarterback deal that they do. Uh, even though Sean Payton just loves using him so much. Yeah, definitely. It's the it's the weirdest fascination with a player I've ever seen in all of sports. In yeah, like it's true, but I mean, it's it almost works out. like it's almost like Sean Payton is to Taysom Hill as Dan Orlovsky is to Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, that's a good comparison. I mean, shit. Who knows what's gonna happen with Carson Wentz now at at uh, Indianapolis? That could be another uh, league-altering move, you could say, depending on how Wentz performs. But that is that is the majority of what's been going on this off season. It's been pretty crazy. It is not done yet. We've got a lot more going down. There's gonna be some more big name trades. Uh, we may even see Houston lose to Sean Watson. Um, Okay, but yeah, so just to reiterate our new format going forward, we are going to be doing our Twitch episodes uh, once a week, most likely at the same time, uh, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. till 9.30, around that. It won't be the same length every time, but we'll see how much we get. we could talk about. This episode was a little bit different than our normal ones. We usually don't focus on uh, just one specific topic like March Madness so much per se, but it's a big week. It's a big time of the year, um, and we had to do something special for March Madness. Um, And so if you guys check out our website, that is where you will find all of our content, www.gtdsports.com. I will put up a ticker real quick. It shows all of our social media info down below. Uh, and if you guys are listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. We will keep all of our episodes posted on these platforms. And we will look at improving our technological aspects of things for next time. But for now, it was fun being able to do this Twitch experience, doing everything live. Hopefully, we can maybe cut up a few clips and you'll see them on our TikTok in the next few days. But for now, if you stayed with us the whole time, We appreciate you. I know it's been quite a long episode, but we'll see. We'll talk to you guys next time after March Madness, talking about our brackets. You can also follow us on Twitter. Uh, You'll see a lot of updates. Here comes Elijah back now. But so, yeah, last but not least, follow us on Twitter. We'll be live tweeting about March Madness, and that'll do it for this week's episode. We will talk to you guys next week after some of these March Madness games are going. We'll be back live on Twitch. All right, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for tuning in on Twitch. Appreciate it. All righty. Thank you. Dude, I was wondering why you left. I was like, bro, we're on Twitch. Like... <laughs>